Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest says there's one major obstacle that keeps thousands of people from being physically healed or set free in all areas of their lives. And most believers are literally blinded to it. Next. Sid Roth has spent over 40 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, I'm here with Jake Kale, and Jake, although he's, he's a young man, he sees miracles and healings almost every time he ministers. But there's something that he is doing that very few people are even talking about, let alone have knowledge in this area. And that is thousands of people get set free from demons when you pray. Yeah, I've seen different types of healings, different types of miracles, but the most common supernatural sign I see in my ministry on a regular basis is casting out demons, seeing people set free from the influence of evil spirits. Now, now the first question that some are asking at home as they're watching us right now, is this biblical? Is this for today? Yeah, sure. I mean, it was as common for Jesus to cast out a demon as it was for him to preach a sermon. I mean, he did it on a regular basis. He, he ministered deliverance, but also he trained his followers. He equipped them and he commissioned the church to do this. He gave this commission to the church. It was very normal for Jesus, very biblical. But yeah, it's also relevant for today. So many areas of our lives are impacted by demonic influence. It could be our, our spiritual growth. It could be our relational health, our physical health, emotional, mental well-being. All these areas can be impacted by evil spirits. Uh, and by the way, you know, the Bible talks about spirits of infirmity, and this intrigues me a lot. I'll tell you why, Jake. There are many people that are not healed because they're prayed for healing Yep. and their problem is deliverance. Yep. Is this an experience you're finding? Absolutely. I remember one time me and a friend went to pray for a woman and she had multiple types of different diseases. The doctors were trying to diagnose her and she was actually confined to a wheelchair at times. And I went to pray for her and uh, came to find out that she had a background with witchcraft in her family and began to lead her through a prayer for deliverance. She experienced some emotional healing, um, but then as she began to walk around the room, she, she climbed up the stairs for the first time without pain, and it was through deliverance, it was through casting out demons that she was physically healed. Now, you've had thousands of people literally set free. Yeah. Uh, give me a couple other examples. Yeah, I've seen people set free from pornography, addiction to pornography, or addiction to other substances. I've seen people set free from dark oppression or depression, anxiety, crippling fear, suicidal thoughts, all different types of torment and bondage and physical infirmities as well. You even have people from different religions that get free of demons. Yeah. Uh, God's not a respecter of persons. Tell me about that Muslim woman. Yeah, I'll never forget this. There was a, a, a Muslim woman who had come to Christ pretty recently before this. She had a vision, had a dream of Jesus, and she came to the Lord and she wanted to get baptized. And the Lord had put on my heart that people were going to be set free from evil spirits 
at this water baptism service. So she was there. She starts to pray through this prayer that I'm leading people through that are getting baptized. And I could just see this spiritual battle that was just raging in her mind. And I didn't know her backstory, but it turns out she had been oppressed by a demon for many years from the time that she was a teenager. Nothing would help her. Her parents would try to get her help. But here she was, and she steps into the waters to get baptized. And I began to pray for her. And all of a sudden, she begins to shake and tremble. And she just threw her hand up in the air and began to shrink. And this demon just came right out of her, and she was completely set free from this oppression. Now, you say that by not having the deliverance ministry, you're diminishing the gospel. What yeah. do you mean by that? Well, God never intended salvation without deliverance. So it's actually part of the gospel. You know, when Jesus ministered, he brought salvation, he brought healing, he brought deliverance. And so deliverance was actually a key part of the gospel. Yes, we're we're forgiven of our sins through the blood of Jesus, but we're also set free from the power of sin and delivered from the kingdom of darkness. So that's actually part of the gospel. Do you find people sometimes need deliverance that's not so obvious? They've had uh, demonic spirits from uh, generational that have followed families, but but they're kind of comfortable with it. Yeah, I mean, demons love to dwell in darkness. They love to work behind the scenes. They love to influence people in subtle ways. And so, yeah, sometimes it's not very obvious. There's different degrees of demonic influence. And sometimes we just need the Holy Spirit to bring that discernment to show us that this problem or this issue, this struggle that a person has is actually a demonic spirit that needs to be addressed and cast out. Now, one thing I like about Jake is he teaches from the Bible. That's his textbook. But he teaches from the Bible with personal experience of deliverance. Tell me about your personal experience. Yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home. My parents became believers when I was about two years old. But when I was growing up, I became exposed to pornography in middle school and just drawn into sexual sin, drawn into the party lifestyle, drinking, drunkenness, alcohol, party, partying. And this just kind of went on through my high school years, into my college years. And so I was living this double life. I considered myself a Christian, but I was really just in bondage to sin. I was in these strongholds. And when I was 19 years old, I had a dramatic encounter with God. I was at a campus ministry retreat. And I began to experience the conviction of the Holy Spirit, began to open my eyes up to the way I was living, the sins I was living in. I began to see this double life that I was living in. I experienced the love of God just pouring into my heart. And in that moment, I was instantly set free from this bondage and those strongholds, pornography and lust. You you didn't have to confess a lot of scriptures. You didn't have to use a lot of willpower from the computer. It was instantly set free. It was was a radical change, and I never had those problems again. But then, as, as he progressed, he began to question, because he knew what happened to him, why don't I hear much about deliverance? My textbook, the Bible, says there's, uh, there were a lot of demons then. Are there no, are there no demons here now? Well, Jay? it seems like some people think that way, right? Yeah, I was hungry for truth. And so I was just, I was devouring scripture and I was seeing these examples in the gospels. And I was, I was reading about Jesus casting out demons. And I was asking myself that question, how come I've never seen this? I've been in church my whole life, but I've never seen a demon cast out of somebody. And so I was hungry. I was asking God these questions. And then God began to speak to me about this. And it actually started through a dream. 
I had this vivid dream. In this dream, I was at this all-you-can-eat buffet, and I was hungry, and so I got up from my chair, and I, I started walking towards the buffet, and right there, I saw, um, out of the corner of my eye, I see this man with this dark uh, appearance, this countenance that looked very evil. His eyes looked very evil, and I just kind of noticed him, and, and then I got my food, I sat down, and this man began to walk toward me here in this dream. He started walking toward my table, and I stood up, and I immediately knew that he had an evil spirit. And I felt this well of power just coming up from my gut, and this boldness came over me. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you, come out of him. And all of a sudden, he was delivered instantly, and he came over and said, thank you so much. And I woke up from this dream, and to be honest, I was kind of scared. I was kind of nervous. I didn't want to do this in real life. I had no experience with this. Who wants, to, who wants to deal with demons? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I knew God was trying to get my attention. I knew he was speaking to me through this dream. And so not long after that, I came across a book and I read this book, and it just completely opened my eyes to this biblical principle, this reality of evil spirits and the need for deliverance today. And ever since that time, God just kind of thrust me into this ministry. I've been doing it for many years and seen thousands of people set free. Uh, you know, he looks like a young guy, but he is seasoned, seasoned in the deliverance ministry. You've now seen thousands of people set free. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I have a question that you do. I want you to be honest on this. Are you fearful of these demons? I'm not fearful of demons. Now, we, 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 as, as Christians, as believers, we do not need to be afraid of demons. Yes, yeah, so one of the main things that's so important for believers to understand is that we have authority over evil spirits. Jesus has given us power and authority over unclean spirits. And part of what that means is authority is the legal right or the permission to cast out demons. What that means is that demons are subject to us in the name of Jesus. They're actually subject to us. We have the right or the authority to actually cast demons out. And then that power, that comes to us from the Holy Spirit, God's anointing resting upon us, moving through us, and that gives us the ability to cast out demons. So as believers, we have nothing to be afraid of. We don't need to be afraid of demons. They are subject to us in Jesus' name. You know, the most controversial question about this whole subject of deliverance, Jake tackles it head on when we come back. Back to It's Supernatural. Call now and get Jake Kale's brand new anointed book, Setting Captives Free, and his powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking Chains and Living Free. It's exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9725. You will receive Jake Kale's brand new must-read book, Setting Captives Free. Jake Kale helps you release deliverance, starting with your own life through unveiling easy-to-follow strategies powerful biblical principles, and real-life testimonies. In this user-friendly handbook, pastor and author Jake Kale equips everyday believers to effectively cast out demons. Get ready to learn how to focus on the foundations of deliverance ministry, intimacy with God, and hearing His voice. Recognize the various ways that evil spirits get in. Use the three supernatural keys for deliverance to set captives free. Break free from bondage to sin, demonic oppression, and oppression. 
Expel spirits that cause sickness and disease. Receive deliverance from destructive words, generational curses, and ungodly soul ties. Effectively minister deliverance to youth and children. The book includes powerful decrees and prayers for authority and power, breaking the chains of bondage, deliverance from oppression, freedom from torment, deliverance from infirmity, walking in freedom, and setting captives free. You will also receive Jake Kale's powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking Chains and Living Free. In this teaching series, you will find powerful and anointed prayers from Jake and life-changing keys and biblical truths. His messages include the truth about demonic influence, closing the door on the devil, three supernatural keys for deliverance. Included are powerful and anointed prayers for deliverance that have set hundreds free. Don't miss out on getting Jake Kale's brand new anointed book, Setting Captives Free, and his powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking Chains and Living Free. It's exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number Number 9725. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina 28278. Please specify offer number 9725 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Jake, your book is so simple, if you will, that every believer in the world should be able to not only have deliverance for themselves if they need it, but to help the multitudes that are going to be saved in this move of God's Spirit that is upon the world right now. But a few of the basic truths about deliverance. Would you teach that? Just look into the camera. Yeah, I like to I like to make the topic of deliverance simple and I like to bring biblical understanding because there's been so much confusion about this topic. So some of the basic truths, one is that demonic influence is real. We have to come to grips with the reality that evil spirits are real and we can't just ignore that. Even though we focus primarily on Jesus, we have to be aware that evil spirits are real, demonic influence is real. Secondly, demonic influence is common, not rare. It was common for Jesus to minister deliverance, and the same is true today. Many people are in need of deliverance. The third truth is that there's varying degrees of demonic influence. Sometimes it's mild, sometimes it's more extreme, depending on the number of demons present, depending on the type of hold that they have in a person's life. And then a fourth truth is that there's certain things that can open the door to demonic influence. In other words, there's things that can give evil spirits access to a person's life. Sometimes it's ongoing sin, unrepentant sin. Sometimes it's trauma or abuse. Sometimes it's unforgiveness that we're harboring. Sometimes it's involvement in the occult when people dabble into activities like witchcraft or fortune telling. And sometimes it's generational influences. So there's certain things that can open the door to evil spirits to come into a person's life. Okay, Jake, it's ready for you to tackle the most controversial truth about deliverance. Yeah, the question, can a Christian have a demon? That is the most controversial question about deliverance. Oh, that could start a war. It, yep, it, it sure can. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's actually more simple than people have made it. Jesus said that deliverance is the children's bread. That means it belongs to the people of God. It's part of our salvation. It's part of our inheritance in Christ. 
but I think there's been a misunderstanding of what it means to have a demon. Some people think that that to have a demon means you're possessed by a demon. And certainly a Christian cannot be possessed by a demon because that means you're owned. We're, we're redeemed by Christ. We're owned by God. We're a temple of the Holy Spirit. But that doesn't mean there can't be certain areas of a person's life that are under demonic influence. And so I like to describe it like a house. When, when somebody purchases a house and that house has lots of repairs that are needed, but the person decides they're going to buy the house as is. And they buy the house. There's a transaction that's made. That new owner goes into that house. Then they start cleaning everything up. They start fixing the roof. They start putting new carpet in. They start fixing the pipes. And that's kind of what it's like when we're saved. We're redeemed. There's a transaction that's made. The Holy Spirit comes to indwell us. But the previous owner didn't do a very good job. He didn't treat us very well. And so there's a need for ongoing transformation. And so for many believers, deliverance can be part of that transformation process that happens. So yes, Christians can need deliverance. They can have demons. Not that they're possessed, but they can need deliverance from demons. And and the most important thing is, if you believe that a Christian can't be oppressed by a demon, first of all, give me a break. Second of all, a third of the miracles that Jesus did in the Bible were deliverance. And if you pray for healing and you need deliverance, you will not get results. I'm convinced that there is a spirit behind cancer. There's a spirit uh, behind fear. Uh, There's spirits behind a lot of things. So where's the proper balance? Yeah, there is a balance because not every problem is caused by a demon. So we shouldn't see deliverance as a cure-all. Um, but we do have to have discernment, you know, so sometimes it's just the flesh, sometimes it's just a physical issue, but many times it can be demonic. So there is a balance. We keep our eyes fixed on Jesus first and foremost, and we should be aware of this reality and ready to, to address it when needed without getting overly focused on it and obsessed with it. Well, you've been teaching on this for, how many years have you been teaching on this? Oh, probably 15 plus years, yeah. Okay, and I heard this story, and it it probably illustrates best what we're talking about. There's an analogy with the story of Lazarus in the Bible. Yeah, I love using the story of Lazarus to illustrate deliverance. In that story, Jesus came to the tomb, and Lazarus had been dead for four days, we know, and Jesus actually gave two commands. And the first one was, Lazarus, come forth. And it says that he got up from the tomb, he walked out, but it says he was wrapped in grave clothes. So his hands were tied up, his feet were tied up, his face was still covered. And so Jesus gave a second command, and that was now loose him and let him go. And that to me represents deliverance. And what I've found is that so many believers find themselves just like Lazarus in between those two commands. In other words, they know that they've been saved That first command represents salvation, because when we're saved, it's like we're raised from the dead spiritually, we're alive. But so many believers are in that place where they know they're saved, they know they're going to heaven, they know their sins are forgiven, but they're still wrapped up in areas of their lives. They're still tied up. They can't move forward into all the purposes of God that He has for them. But but that second command, loose Him and let Him go, that's the call for deliverance, to see people set free so they can move into the fullness of what God has for them. And then you take it even the step further. You say a phrase, established in freedom. I like the word freedom. Yeah. 
Yeah, God wants us to be established in freedom, not just to be delivered from a spirit, but to get rooted in Him, to get grounded in His love, in our identity in Christ, to be uh, walking in that freedom. And I just, I love the way God redeems. And sometimes that can be a process, you know, renewing our minds, just getting grounded in His Word. But the way God redeems, He sets us free, then He keeps us free, but then, even better, then we get to set other people free when we're in that place. Now, what I see, it's very clear, it just shouts out of you. You are so fulfilled when you see people set free. Yeah. Just comment on that. Yeah, it just, it never gets old when you see people that are under demonic oppression and torment and seeing those chains just break off their lives. So many times they thought they would be that way for the rest of their lives. There was no hope. They thought they were going to be stuck in this place. And just watching God step in, watching Him just change that story, it's such an expression of His love. It's such an expression of His heart for people. He loves to set people free. Can everyone minister the way you minister? Can everyone pray for uh, Look, there's going to be, I believe, a billion souls are going to come to know Messiah shortly. The churches won't be big enough to house all the people coming in. And it's going to be all hands on deck. And if you, what's going to happen if people uh, say, demote it to, oh, let the pastor do that? Yeah. There wouldn't be enough time in the world to handle all those situations. And so Jesus never meant deliverance just to be for an exclusive person. And so he said, these signs would follow those who believe in my name, they'll cast out demons. So he opened it up to the entire church. Anybody who's a believer in Jesus can minister deliverance. And that's the key word. A believer in Jesus is someone in the original language in the New Testament, the Greek, that has had experiential knowledge of God. Most Christians have been raised in a church and they believe, but they've never had their own experience. Well, your belief can be taken away, but your experience can never be taken away. I want to pray that for everyone that's viewing us right now. Repeat this prayer after me out loud. Dear God, I'm a sinner for which I'm so, so sorry. I believe the blood of Jesus washes away my sins. And now that I'm clean, Jesus, I ask you to live inside of me. Teach me what it means to make you Lord of my life. I want to know you. I want my own experience with you. Jake, pray a short prayer for people because then we'll come back for the extended segment and it's going to be dynamic, but pray this prayer. Yeah. Father, I thank you for every person watching right now. In the name of Jesus, God, let your Holy Spirit begin to minister to their hearts and come upon them. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I break the power of every demonic influence 
in your life. I command it to go in Jesus' name. I command every spirit of oppression to come out right now in Jesus' name. I command a spirit of fear to leave you right now. I command a spirit of suicide to go from your life right now. Every demonic influence be broken from your life in Jesus' name. God, let them be filled with your spirit in a fresh way in Jesus' name. I can't wait for you to be part of this extended segment. Did you know that one-third of the ministry that Jesus performed was casting demons out of people? Did you know that many unbelievers and believers are suffering from demonically influenced depression, depression, sickness, problems in their relationships, and even with poverty? Demons prefer to dwell in darkness. They like to live in hiding. And many believers are actually afflicted or oppressed or influenced by evil spirits, sometimes in ways they don't even know. Call now and get Jake Kale's brand new anointed book, Setting Captives Free, and his powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking Chains and Living Free. It's exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9725. Christians do not need to be afraid of demons. Scripture says that demons are subject to us in the name of Jesus. So we have authority. Jesus has given us power and authority over evil spirits. We don't have to be afraid. You will receive Jake Kale's brand new must-read book, Setting Captives Free. Jake Kale helps you release deliverance, starting with your own life through unveiling easy-to-follow strategies, powerful biblical principles, and real-life testimonies. In this user-friendly handbook, pastor and author Jake Kale equips everyday believers to effectively cast out demons, setting the captives free with power and compassion. Get ready to learn how to focus on the foundations of deliverance ministry, intimacy with God, and hearing His voice. Recognize the various ways that evil spirits get in. Use the three supernatural keys for deliverance to set captives free. Break free from bondage to sin, demonic oppression, and oppression. Expel spirits that cause sickness and disease. Receive deliverance from destructive words, generational curses, and ungodly soul ties. Effectively minister deliverance to you and children. Children can come under demonic influence. Maybe they've seen something on TV. Maybe they've experienced trauma or things in the home that just opened that door. God really wants to equip us not only to minister to adults, but to children. It's for everybody. The book includes powerful decrees and prayers for authority and power, extending forgiveness, breaking the chains of bondage, deliverance from oppression, freedom from torment, deliverance from infirmity, severing ungodly soul ties, walking in freedom, and setting captives free. You will also receive Jake Kale's powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking Chains and Living Free. In this teaching series, you will find powerful and anointed prayers from Jake and life-changing keys and biblical truths to break chains and live free. His messages include the truth about demonic influence, closing the door on the devil, three supernatural keys for deliverance. Included are powerful and anointed prayers for deliverance that have set hundreds free. Don't miss out on getting Jake Kale's brand new anointed book, Setting Captives Free, and his powerful three-part audio CD teaching series, Breaking Chains and Living Free. It's exclusive for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9725. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9725 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. 
now return to It's Supernatural. I am so glad that you're with us right now. It's going to be one of the most amazing encounters of your life. Jake, I pray that that gift that you have of compassion for the hurting would just move to a new level right now. Teach our people. Yeah. Yeah, so what I want to do is I want to lead everyone that's watching through a prayer of deliverance. And that really comes from James 4, 7. It says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee. And so a prayer for deliverance is just really an extended version of that. That's submitting ourselves to God. That's, that's closing the door on the enemy. So if there's any sinful areas in our life, that's, that's repenting. That's walking in repentance. That's forgiving people that have hurt us and sinned against us. That's renouncing any involvement in the occult or breaking any generational curses. So that's that submitting ourselves to God. Then that resisting the devil part, that is actually casting out spirits. That's speaking directly to any demonic influence and telling it to get out in Jesus' name. And so what I want to do is I want to lead you through a prayer. I want to lead you through a prayer for deliverance. And I want you to do it out loud. I want you to take your time. There's going to be times where I will pause and just let you kind of fill in the blanks and let you add your own words because I want you to customize it to yourself. But I believe that Jesus is going to come and minister to you. I've had so many testimonies of people that were delivered through watching a live stream or listening to an audio teaching. So I have no doubt God's going to set you free in this time. So I want you to pray this prayer after me. Once we get through the whole prayer, it's going to take some time, then I'm going to start to pray over you and begin to minister deliverance over you. So pray this after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I come into your holy presence. I come into your holy presence. By the precious blood of Jesus. By the precious blood of Jesus. I worship and honor you. I worship and honor you. As the one true living God. As the one true living God. I ask for your Holy Spirit to come upon me. I ask for your Holy Spirit to come upon me. Bring me freedom. Bring me freedom. And lead me through this prayer. And lead me through this prayer. Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus the Messiah. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you are the Son of God. That you're the only way to the Father. That you are the only way to the Father. I believe that you came in the flesh. I believe that you came in the flesh. That you died on the cross for my sins. That you died on the cross for my sins. And that you rose from the dead. And that you rose from the dead. I submit myself to you, Jesus. I submit myself to you, Jesus. I want every area of my life. I want every area of my life to be in agreement with you. To be in agreement with you. I completely renounce. I completely renounce. And repent of any sin. And repent of any sin. I desire to live a holy life. I desire to live a holy life. Pleasing to you. Pleasing to you. I come into the light. I come into the light. Confessing my sin to you. Confessing my sins in you. Specifically, specifically, I confess. I confess. Now I want you just to take some time. I want you just to pray out if there's any areas where there's been sin, if there's any areas that you just need to come into the light and bring those to the Lord right now. Just take a minute right now. And just confess those out to the Lord right now. Thank you, God. I'll just pray this, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you that your blood. 
I thank you that your blood washes me of all sin. Washes away all sin. I thank you that I am forgiven. I thank you that I am forgiven. Because of the blood of Jesus. Because of the blood of Jesus. And because you have forgiven me. And because you have forgiven me. I choose to freely forgive. I choose to freely forgive. Anyone who's ever sinned against me. Anyone who's ever sinned against me. Or hurt me in any way. Or hurt me in any way. I set aside all resentment. I set aside all resentment. Bitterness. Bitterness. And hatred. And hatred. And I choose to forgive. And I choose to forgive. Specifically. Specifically. I forgive. I forgive. Now I want you to fill in those blanks. If there's people that have hurt you or wronged you or sinned against you, I want you to take time right now and just to begin to forgive them. It doesn't minimize what they did. It doesn't make it okay or justify it. But when we choose to forgive, we are opening up that prison door that we can step out of that prison of torment. So just just begin to forgive them. Say, I forgive, and then say their names. I'm going to give you some space right now just to do that. And let the Holy Spirit show you if there's anybody that's still there that you need just to release to the Lord. God, we just release these ones to you, God. We just release them. We say, Father, forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. We just release these people to you, God, because you have forgiven us. Thank you, Father. Now, this next step, we're going to make a clean break with anything of the occult, like witchcraft or fortune telling or Maybe sometimes people dabbled with a Ouija board or psychic type things. We're going to really just make a clean break and break free from any of those things. So say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I completely renounce. I completely renounce. The kingdom of darkness. The kingdom of darkness. And all of its works. And all of its works. I renounce everything from the occult. I renounce everything from the occult. Or from the new age. Or from the new age. Or from false teachings. Or from false teachings. I completely sever myself. I completely sever myself. From all of these things. From all of these things. Specifically. Specifically. I renounce. I renounce. Now, in your own words, just begin to say those things out. Just begin to renounce those practices. Even if you felt like you were just dabbling in it for fun, just begin to renounce those things. It's going to give you a minute. Now, this last one here is going to be breaking free from any generational strongholds, any generational curses. What that means is it's something that was inherited through the family line. It might be a sinful stronghold or a destructive behavior, even sicknesses and diseases that might have been passed down through the family line. But no believer needs to stay under a generational curse. Jesus paid the price. So let's pray this out. Excuse me. If you say it's an ancestor whose name you don't even know was involved in sin, could that still come to someone? It still could. It still could come. Yeah. Passed through the generational line, yeah. yeah. But so it says in Galatians 3, it says, Jesus became a curse for us 
that we could be redeemed. So we're going to pray that. So say this, say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I thank you that on the cross. I thank you that on the cross. You became a curse for me. You became a curse for me. So I could be redeemed. So I could be redeemed. From every curse. From every curse. And inherit God's blessing. And inherit God's blessing. On that basis. On that basis. I ask you to set me free. I ask you to set me free. From every curse. From every curse. That is over my life. That's over my life. I renounce the sins of previous generations. I renounce the sins of previous generations. And I break away. And I break away. From any generational curse. From any generational curse. That is over my life. That's over my life. Specifically. Specifically. I break free from. I break free from. Now take time. If you're aware of any patterns that have gone through your family line, those sinful strongholds, those curses, just begin to name them, begin to bring them to the Lord. It's going to give you a minute to do that in your own words. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this final part, I'm going to have you just submit yourself to God and resist the devil. I'm going to lead you in that prayer. And then I'm going to begin to pray over you and believe the Holy Spirit's going to move upon you. Jesus is going to minister to you and set you free. So pray this out. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I submit my life to you. I submit my life to you. Every area of my life. Every area of my life. Belongs to you. Belongs to you. And I declare. And I declare. That Jesus is my Lord. That Jesus is my Lord. And by the authority of Jesus' name. And by the authority of Jesus' name. I command. I command. Every evil spirit. Every evil spirit. That has any influence in my life. That has any influence in my life. To come out. To come out. Go in the name of Jesus. Go in the name of Jesus. Now I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray the power of the Holy Spirit will begin to fall upon the people watching this right now. Let your Holy Spirit begin to move upon them. Let there be light, God. Release your grace. Release your freedom now in the name of Jesus. And in Jesus' name, I command every unclean spirit that has any influence in their lives to come out in Jesus' name. I command you to go from their lives. I rebuke the spirit of fear. I command that spirit of fear to leave right now in Jesus' name. I command the spirit of oppression that's bringing darkness and depression. I command that spirit to go out in Jesus' name name. I rebuke the spirit of infirmity. Any spirits causing sickness, causing infirmity, causing pain, I command you to go out in Jesus' name. I command the spirit of death, go out in the name of Jesus. I break the power of any demonic spirits that are causing addictions. I command them to go now. Any, any spirits connected to sexual immorality or pornography, I command those unclean spirits to come out in Jesus' name. I command every spirit of rejection, go in the name of Jesus. Even any spirits that came through trauma, that came in through abuse, I take authority over you in the name of Jesus. I command you to go out in the name of Jesus. I command a spirit of suicide, come out in Jesus' name. Every spirit that bring tormenting thoughts, Suicidal thoughts, I command you, loose your hold. Come out from the people right now in Jesus' name. And Father, let your love just begin to fill the hearts of your people. Let your presence, God, 
begin to come upon them in a fresh way. Jesus, I pray that your people would not only be set free, but they'd be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit. Every area of their lives, God, would be filled with your spirit, with your glory, God. You would establish them in your freedom, God, in your truth. In Jesus' name, amen.